Oh, hey guys, this is D. Williams again with This Comics Life, and on this exciting brand spanking new episode, episode 43, I'm going to be talking with fellow stand-up comedian Nick Merritt, and of course, we talk all about his upcoming show with the Goratorium on March 12th at the OC Steelhouse in Anaheim, California. It's going to be great comedy and great metal music. Yeah, metal. So, if you guys want to check out metal and comedy, you can go to the OC Steelhouse and see Nick Merritt's hosting a great show March 12th, 7 o'clock. Come on, do it. And also, we talk all about different things like metal and, of course, comedy and all sorts of just weirdness. So, guys, definitely check out this whole episode and also check me out every week, Monday, 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 for new episodes of this show, just go to thiscomicslife.libsyn.com or just go to any social media area and type in This Comics Life or me, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Metal. Yeah. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Yeah. Let's check it out. Hey, hello, hey, you hear me? Check, hey, hello, hello out there in the world, outside Daryl's apartment, we are chilling in Long Beach right now on a Tuesday afternoon, got a break in between my shifts, we are going to podcast this bitch. Yeah, you got to do that every, anywhere you can, like, you know, you got to just, that's the beauty of podcasting in itself, it's like you can just record whenever you want, you don't have to, like, stick to a, I guess if you had a live day, you know, maybe if I did this live, I would have to suddenly go oh we're doing it tuesday every day you know at this stage too there's no you can't tell comics like hey just drop whatever you're doing and do a free podcast right now please (laughs) that's why i like to like try to tell like oh i'll do it whenever you can i'll go to you okay i'll make this easier for you because i already know you're doing me a favor by being on the show you know like i can't just say hey this is when i'm doing it and if you can't do it then well i guess you're just not on the show that would suck that's not how you you do a podcast Especially at this stage, too. Like, I don't want to be that guy that's like, I'm trying to make friends in this game. I'm not trying to, like... You'd think that the like, open mic scene is a big crowd. But when you get down to it, like, there's not that many people that are doing it and doing it and doing it. Like, yeah, you'll see the same 20 dudes. Like, I know the same 20 dudes or whatever. And it's a small community. You don't want to, like, piss those 20 dudes off. Because uh, I want to come back to that open mic eventually. <laughs> Banned. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever like felt like awkward or rubbed them the wrong way? <laughs> All the time. All the time, constantly, nonstop. I'm just such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just... just like, Nick Merritt, what the fuck? What the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I run the light. Uh, uh, yep. I piss yep. off my bartenders. Mm-hmm. Yep, Let's make see. fun of uh, their girlfriends oh all the my time. Gosh. <laughs> exactly. I just yell at the crowd for an hour. <laughs> I just call them the N-word exactly. all the time. Over I say over. the C-word. <laughs> Speaking of C-word, I had a funny thing happen to me today. I, I, 
I normally, or I've been working Postmates. You called your mom a cunt? Me too. Yep. Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> she called me up. I was like, what do you want, cunt? <laughs> Fuck, I talked to you yesterday, bitch. Yeah, what, what more do you want? I've already come out of your womb. <laughs> anyway, I was in po- or I was delivering to a, a Postmate customer. Yes. And they totally had the name Harry C. Like, <laughs> you don't re- and you giggled all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I had to totally like try to play it up, like to the to the uh, the restaurant, like because you always ask, you always tell them, like, "Hey, I have an order for the name." And of course, I had to be like, um, "Excuse me, I have an order for a Harry C." Bart Simpson placed that order. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Yep, yep. And that's the thing. Like the customer was a woman that answered the door, so I was like. You're the Harry C. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. <laughs> this keeps getting better and better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have two fish tacos for a Harry C. <laughs> Seafood specials for Harry yeah, C. Yeah, it's a, quite a party. <laughs> <laughs> but I, those are those moments where I find like, okay, that was just for me. You know, those are like, okay, if I were to bring that on stage, maybe I'll get a laugh, but probably not. No, because I don't. Yeah, I don't think people would be able to relate. <laughs> No, you have to give a reason. You can't just say no, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. Like, I haven't been able to, like, crack the code with, like, Postmates humor yes, yet on stage. Uber humor, probably, because people, like, order Ubers all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can put their sh- feet in the Postmates shoes quite yet. <laughs> yeah, they don't know it quite yet. It's like, I, you're my first Postmates friend. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know way more Uber friends than I know Postmates Well, friends, Uber so. Eats is the same thing, I guess. Okay. So, I mean, even though, like, Postmates does offer, like, people's groceries and stuff. Like, I've had to go to, like, Food for Less and, like, Ralph's and whatnot. Uh-huh. And just get people's, like, you know, 50-item, like, grocery list. Ah. And you get the same amount of money as if you were to just go pick up, like, some McDonald's. That's the shitty part. 100 McNuggets. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Toilet mm-hmm. paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, like, jobs where, like, it's like you tell people, like, oh, I'm doing this. And I feel like in the back of their mind they're thinking, like, oh, so you're not employable anywhere else. <laughs> like, you've you become that person. Like, it's not like you, like, tell people, like, no, I, I become a post dra- Postmates driver on purpose. Like, I want to be one. Not like, oh, I have to be one. I, I just got out of jail. Is it, <laughs> give me a break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, the only thing going for me is that I have my license still. <laughs> <laughs> it's expired, but I still have my license. <laughs> they don't know that yet. Uh, but uh, I, as soon as they find out, I'm over. <laughs> now I got to uh, deliver on a bike. But even then, it's like, I don't know. There's like a hierarchy. Like, even though you're still making $20 an hour or whatever doing it, people are still going to go like, yeah, but it's Postmates. Dude. Wow, that's better than In-N-Out. <laughs> And the and the and the the tipping alone too is like another like factor like you know if you're a bartender, you're you're pouring drinks you know mostly what what's the hardest drink that you normally because you're a bartender right or uh, a, I I could a, bartend a server <laughs> you've been in you've dabbled in I, I've dabbled mixology in alcohol, yes <laughs> so you've actually had the like what's the hardest drink you've had to make anything that requires uh, a blender is just a bitch because this is just so any margarita. Uh, any daiquiri, any daiquiris, uh, any like we don't make margaritas with blenders. We just say no with the blenders broken. So we, you work at a whiskey bar. I do work at a whiskey bar, but we do have uh, cocktails and stuff like that okay. on, the, on the menu and stuff. So and it's not just whiskey. Yes, exactly. We do have over three hundred bottles of bourbons, rye, and scotches. That sounds awesome. It's it, our whiskey room is amazing. Yeah. 
can you find that you have a palate for whiskey? Do you notice like that you can taste the difference between like certain oh distilleries? Absolutely. absolutely, just like the care and quality, you can definitely tell the difference between a twenty dollar bottle and like um the sixty dollar bottle for sure. Sometimes. What's the most expensive whiskey you've drank? Um, this one time we were holding a party for Whistle Pig uh, Distillery mm-hmm. for, on Sunday brunch, and they make a really good rye. And they were celebrating the creation of their 14-year um, Boss Hog whis- uh, rye whiskey. So you're and having rye whiskey at, on at brunch? Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, they they actually it, it it was $300 a bottle. Whoa. So it's it's very fancy, and they actually had some left over from the party. And then uh, I was like, don't throw that away. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was like, yeah. I, I got to try some. My boss said it was okay, and it was probably the smoothest, most delicious thing I've ever had in my life. It was definitely it had to be like God related or. It was, they and made a deal with somebody process? to get that. Like, what makes it three hundred dollars? Uh, the age process, or just like the age process, and just like the types of casks that they put it in. And what is it like? Corn or uh, uh, bourbons are fifty one percent corn. Rye or fifty one percent rye. The bill. Oh, the actual. It's actual rye. Yes. the the ma- The mash bill is mostly has to be fifty one percent rye to be okay. called the rye. Had a lot of the more rice. you know, folks, mm-hmm, know mm-hmm, what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does make you kind of like interesting, like where you know, if you know a lot about booze, people are going to be like, "Oh, that guy knows a lot about booze." But then, like, it gets to a point where if you know like too much about booze, you're like, "Dude, that guy has a problem. Like, he knows too much. He's probably drinking like what twice a day, three twice times a day, a day like by himself." Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But aren't those like true connoisseurs also not like actually imbibing it? They're I, like just swilling it and like spitting it out later or whatever. I kind of have a a, a pass because I work at a whiskey bar and I'm in a uniform when people ask me questions and stuff like that. When I'm at like a grocery store and I just give out advice randomly by eavesdropping, they're just like, oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was just waiting to talk to somebody right, right? <laughs> about booze. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is all he does. Yeah, anytime when you try to be like knowledgeable about anything to strangers, they always give you that look like, hey, dude, we got the internet too, bro. Like, <laughs> like shut the fuck up. Like, they have Wi Fi in this Starbucks. Thanks, yeah. thanks pal. <laughs> We all can Google whiskey how-tos. <laughs> Hello and welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Feeling Good, a.k.a. Yeah. Hanging out with my good friend and second-time guest, fellow stand-up comedian, Nick Merritt. Woo. How's it going, everybody? Awesome. Yeah, I will say that uh, I just did the award show, uh, the Nude Goldman Awards, and you were obviously uh, nominated. Uh, you did not win, unfortunately. I was so, I was so thrilled just to be nominated. <laughs> of course, you have to be. You know, I, there was no after party. But no, no. I wish I wasn't invited to that. The but. second annual may, might have an after party. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will say that uh, your episode with uh, Joshua Waldrop was uh, definitely a very big episode. A lot of downloads. Hell yeah! I'm happy to be a part of that. You're man. popular. Does it feel good to that, be? Uh, I, I had no idea. I never was before. <laughs> before this. <laughs> I, I got the Daryl bump. I'm so yeah, yeah. Did you get a lot of followers after it? Probably not. <laughs> no, just 
Just hot cardboard cutout chicks just trying to add me for mm, mm, yep. boost their numbers. Oh, they only have two followers. They're a bot. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they all know Brendan Woodruff? I didn't yeah. <laughs> Man, I will say, though, like you follow one porn star and you'll get eight followers right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. All of them dudes. No. Not saying I've done it myself, <laughs> but I've noticed that if you follow one porn star, you'll get a lot of other followers. Mm-hmm. Maybe some pedophiles, but you don't know. We can't judge. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to other subjects. Uh, we were talking about earlier that you were in or that you work at a restaurant during your day job. Yes. You're I a, uh, myself. a whiskey drinker and whiskey peddler. <laughs> yes. As well as uh, probably a bunch whiskey of other. profit. Yeah. You wear a lot of hats at that restaurant, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Tons of titles. But they call me Whiskey Nick. <laughs> Whiskey Nick? <laughs> Not to be confused with something else. But what is the restaurant called? Uh, it's called Boss Cat Kitchen and Libations. It was created by uh, John Reed and Leslie Nguyen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very fun Southern-style restaurant. We got things like gumbo gravy poutine. Nice. Creole sautéed rock shrimp, Gouda cheese grits. So it sounds like French, but also like Canadian? Like just Louisiana food. <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah, Nolens. Nolens. Yeah. <laughs> I went to New Orleans once and said Nolens to a waitress, and she almost looked like I punched She's her in, in the, the face. In the ovaries. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. She was like, bitch, you just said that? You're like, if I wasn't on the clock right now, I would stab you with my pen. <laughs> Out of general principle. Yeah, like, it's always funny to see, like, what the locals think about tourists. Oh, God. That's why I don't go anywhere. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I used to work at Disneyland. It was the same way where, like, you know, it would always be, yeah, just never, uh, you can't point. You got to use your hands. You got to definitely always have a smile. Like, I was at Disneyland. I was a character. So, like, I couldn't, I didn't actually have to, like, do a lot of the things that the other employees had to do. Did you work on Thunder Mountain? No. I'm kidding. I wrote it. Oh, okay. As, like, a, 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 I think I went on Eeyore. On, on, on Thunder Mountain, nice. which is really cool because, yeah, you don't have to, like, take pictures. You're just on a ride and <laughs> getting paid awesome. for it. <laughs> I, I'm always afraid of, the like, if someone too tall goes on the rise, they, like, lose their head. Yeah, or that, that always that fear of, like, oh, he was a basketball player and he lost his hands on Space Mountain. <laughs> I've ridden Space Mountain with the lights on, and you get pretty close to some rafters oh, or yeah. some, like, it's pl- so flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have those uh, lights off for a reason. When I first started drinking at 21 and stuff, you know, liar. Or, okay, 15. There we go. <laughs> but when I started drinking then, you know, it wasn't about like, oh, is it an IPA? What's the ABA? Or what's <laughs> You were just like, quick, before my parents get home. Yeah, like, whatever this bump can buy us, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you, would, you wouldn't know what Coors Light was. I know now that it's a Pilsner, or it's supposed yeah. to be a Pilsner. <laughs> Supposedly a Pilsner. Yeah. Or that, like, you know, uh, Pacifico is a pale ale yeah. or whatever. Like, it's now, like, I know the difference between beers, and you know, like, it's just like wine. Where, like, before it was like, uh, is it red or white? Like, now it's like, oh, it has to be a certain type, or is it a blend, or blah, blah, blah. Like, you become a, a, lot con- of people like a connoisseur. But everybody's now a connoisseur. Like, everybody now knows what an IPA is. Even if you're not even an IPA drinker or whatever. Everyone has that friend that gets them in the IPAs and mm-hmm. says, I only drink IPAs. Or, yeah, so everyone's very familiar with stouts it. or whatever. Oh. Like, I Some don't want to chew my beer, bro. <laughs> like, Guinness is, Guinness is awesome, and that's about as far as I'll go. Mm-hmm. I had an, a Rasputin one time, and I yeah. literally spit that out. Right, right. Just, and 
The one thing it's I called c- Rasputin for a reason. It's pure <laughs> evil. <laughs> the one thing I can't get my head around or my lips around is, uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Is uh, like the coffee or like the stu- like the triple like milk stouts and stuff, where it's like all like creamy and dragon's whatnot. milk. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, like God's like, tea. <laughs> I don't want it to taste like coffee. I want it to taste like, like beer. fucking beer. Yeah. Like when you're trying to make it taste like something else, mm-hmm. you're I, I it's almost sounds like it's more gimmicky to me now. Like, oh, you're just doing this because of the novelty, not exactly. because it actually tastes for the good. foodies mm-hmm. or the drinkies, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. The people who just do the newest thing drink wise. Yeah, and, and they're doing this. It new looks thing good now. on a menu. You know, like it looked like, oh, I want to order that. And you're like, Have you had it? No. But it sounds cool. The but order it sounds cool. <laughs> They're doing this new thing now where they age uh, stouts or um, those porters in, like, uh, whiskey casks. I had this yes, uh, Willie yes. bourbon-aged cask, and it tasted a lot like bourbon. And I was just like, if I wanted bourbon, I would have ordered bourbon. Right, right, I wanted right. a beer. <laughs> Newcastle has had that, too, where they Newcastle? have, like, Yeah, they did, like, a... The carcinogen beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did some sort of, like, small run with, like, a, some sort of, like, a whiskey barrel-aged, like, Newcastle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I understand you need as a company to always kind of come out with something else because it's not about like just profit. It's about growth. You know, it's about trying to get more people to drink instead of Pepsi strawberry coming soon. Exactly. But I find it like certain companies like are like, fuck that, like in and out. They're never coming out with like something like, Oh, suddenly we have bacon. Yeah. (laughs) Even though they could totally have it. But they're just not. They refuse. Yeah. Because they don't need to. It is entirely possible. Nobody's like, hey, you know, fuck in and out. Like, nobody's like, the, the in and out. <laughs> we drunk- want bacon. <laughs> we want ba- No, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and their numbers haven't seen any drops. So they're like, why? I think if you build a rapport with the public, like, in and out has, you're allowed to just, like, stay the same. You mm-hmm. wait. But if you're, you're. But if you're a conglomerate like Newcastle, it's like, oh, we can't just keep putting out Newcastle. We got to put out Newcastle Brown or Budweiser. some sort of. We keep yeah. putting out Budweiser because it's Budweiser. But if you're one of those. You know. But even Budweiser has, like, what, 20 different offshoots of oh, Budweiser's or whatever? Like, they have that – I remember they put out the Budweiser Select and Budweiser, like, Zero and – Budweiser Zero. <laughs> and that Budweiser Day Old or that Day Fresh Budweiser or whatever. It's the Coors that has the, the little glowy thing that lets you know when it's yes. cold. Okay. They put out a new can. They're like, fuck the recipe. We'll put out a new can instead. Tell people <laughs> that it's cold because they can actually feel it. Like, who, <laughs> God Almighty! This is for the customer that's burned off all his nerve endings on his fingers and needs that visual representation of is this beer cold or this not? Is for the guy who's just he, he we got he lost his hand bass fishing. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the catfish had way too big a teeth, and, and he still loves to drink. He still loves to drink. <laughs> so he, he he knows it's cold, and then he opens up his bendy straw. <laughs> yeah, his silly straw. His silly straw. <laughs> That's the one thing that makes beer taste like crap, right? Straws? As soon as it hits a straw, you're like, what the (laughs) fuck? Nobody drinks out of a straw. Like, nobody drinks beer out of a straw. Except Joe Urell. (laughs) Speaking of Joe, bringing it back to comedy, uh, I was at his roast, birthday roast. Oh, yeah? And it was pretty fun. Fuck yeah. I went to college with Joe. Really? Yep. And he was in a few of my poli-sci classes. And you guys just used to fight all the time. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny is that I actually thought I I mistook him for another guy in a wheelchair. And I totally was like, oh, I thought you were another, like, cerebral palsy dude. Like, sorry. You know, he looks like every cerebral palsy guy. Like, you know. (laughs) 
And I didn't do it on purpose. I actually was like, oh, I thought you were like this other guy. You guys oh, have the same Joe. chair. Yeah. You guys have the same mm-hmm. chair. Like, you guys have both like the same little Garfield, like scrunchy or whatever. Back on the back. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. In fact, I actually want him to get on this show. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll probably have to come to him. That's cool. <laughs> I fucking love Joe. Yeah. But uh, no, he's he's definitely a character. I was at his uh, taping at the Anchor Bar. It went really well. Yeah. I'd love to see when that comes out. I almost threw out a heckler. <laughs> Oh, you heckled him? You no, no, almost no, I almost heckled. threw out a heckler. Mm. Oh, you had to throw out a heckler. Yes. Be the muscle. Yes. What was the heckler saying? Joe was saying some pro-Bernie shit, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, Bernie. And then some drunk asshole in the back was like, fuck Bernie. Fuck Bernie. Yeah. Love Trump. Da, 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 da. And then he just kept, he wouldn't let it go. He just kept doing it over and over again. So, right. And this is his recording, so I was of like, course. bro, if you don't get... If you don't shut... Yeah, this isn't you know, like yeah. some like regular mic. This is a, a special mic. Exactly. Like he planned this. He's been telling about this. He's been yeah. telling his friends about this forever. This is serious. And and it's almost like, you know, at this stage too, it's not like he had two nights to do it. You know, it's right. not like he can just like edit two nights together where it's like, oh, it, like a Netflix we can just special. take yeah. out that heckler part. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just like, take out that asshole. dude, we have one chance. Of, don't fuck it up. <laughs> it's like Apocalypse Now. We only have one chance at this. There's this uh, there's this new item on the menu that's really cool. It's called the the barrel age breakfast. Yeah, it's a uh, skillet cooked, uh, just fluffy, fluffy pancake. Mm-hmm. And uh, we poke a hole in it, and then we shove butter right in there. Oh, like a toad in a hole. Exactly. And then we uh, drench it in whistle pig rye maple syrup. It's uh, it's exclusive to Boss Cat. Only we have it. The distillery only gives it to us. You that's can't, sweet. You can't get it in stores. And uh. Uh, and then uh, they put uh, bacon on it. Yum. And uh, a fried egg on top. <laughs> and that's uh, if you want breakfast for dinner. You can have that for dinner. Yes. Whoa. And we do have a Sunday brunch when you when we when and you, you have breakfast. that during brunch too. Oh yeah! Wow, that sounds awesome. We have stuff like fruity pebble French toast, chicken fried steak. Cinnamon. So there's like stoners working in the back. Uh, in every restaurant. <laughs> in every restaurant. <laughs> I would love, and now it's probably in this next year. There's going to be so many different restaurants slash bars slash everything a lot of people gonna incorporate weed and stuff right weed yeah like there's gonna be yeah like all these edibles now that are gonna just be there's gonna be a restaurant that's just edibles exactly and i want to be on the ground floor of that like where are we why can't we invest in that i had a bit about like being a civil planner for like a weed like tourist town Uh it didn't really go well (laughs) i think there was a lot of people that were into weed at that that open (laughs) mic but it was like, like, dude, we need to like all band together, like move to some shit podunk town and like just open up like a weed centric mecca. Exactly. We're like, oh, if you're going to come to California and experience marijuana, come to this town. We got everything like and it's all like just in one street, you know, just cupcake factory after like the sidewalks <laughs> just green. Yeah. It just like everything is just weed centric like why not like and why not be on the ground floor like be the first to do it instead of like being like oh it's gonna be look at those other dudes doing it we should have done that like don't stoner this moment (laughs) 420 dank street yeah you know have it be like you know on the way to fresno or something you know just some area that is cheap as fuck yeah but you have to just have like you have to have like two thousand people you know you can't just have it be like hey man let's Five of us. Let's go start a city. Moonrock Road. <laughs> yeah, I'm having fun with this. This is good. <laughs> you're just, you're, okay, you can be the street namer. I will. 
<laughs> I would be the contractor for the names. Mm-hmm. The the worst part would be uh, telling you know the fifth person like no you can't open up a cupcake factory like we already got four like we got too many like we I can't don't care have- if it was your live stream we already got four <laughs> try to like mingle with the other four that are already open like Julia Childs you're done Sorry. <laughs> I-, I would assume Girl like Scout cookies would be obsolete yes man speaking, speaking of, of that yeah like, they're on mm, they're on the run right now were like they five dollars last year or? they used to be like three bucks now they're like what inflation seven bucks a box or some shit no, they're, they're five dollars five dollars man those ripped me off those fuckers <laughs> you got fleeced i know those girls were pocketing two extra dollars out of my pocket i don't know though they were buying crack probably afterwards it is the one industry that is like we're all on board with like yeah we're cool with child labor like, we don't care that girls that are underage are selling cookies. Like, nah, they got, like, one older lady, like, kind of <laughs> running the mill, so we, we're cool with it. Like, She's pouring a flask underneath the table. Yeah, and, like, some of those girls are aggressive. It's, like, they don't take no for an answer. Some of them have no salesmanship whatsoever, <laughs> and it's just like, whoa, now I don't want any. Yeah, like, I've had a girl actually literally ask me, do you want any cookies? And I say, no, thank you. And they're like, why? Like, because I don't. <laughs> I'm going to follow you around in the store now so you buy some. <laughs> you think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? <laughs> and they're jumping on my hood going, buy my cookies. <laughs> but those TV dinners won't fill the void you call alive. <laughs> These do see no What'd she just say? Yeah. yeah. And what's even shittier? You don't call is- your mom enough. No. <laughs> If you look at what Boy Scouts sell, it's fucking popcorn tin. Like, it's just bullshit. Me. Like, who wants popcorn over cookies? Are the Boy Scouts still a thing? I thought they died years I ago. I thought they they should. I mean, they're homophobic, like, you know, Christian Not zealots. anymore, right? I think they just, like, they, they open the doors to everybody now. Uh, they might, but I don't know. Like, do well, you who'd see, want to join them now? I really? mean, if anything, you would think only gay kids would want to be Boy Scouts because they have neckerchiefs. I, I was a straight boy, and I wanted to be a Girl Scout. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, they have better this clothes. This camping with creepy dudes and popcorn <laughs> is ridiculous. I want to be with the ladies and yeah, cookies. I want to be, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah, like, why are we all hanging out with dudes, dude? Like, we got to have, have a dead mother? This is... <laughs> yeah. Josh's dad is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Carolla has a bit about that. He won't where stop he, crying. <laughs> he, he was talking about that where, like, uh, if you want somebody to uh, be the camp counselor or the uh, den mother, you need the person that's not like wanting to volunteer. Like, you you want somebody <laughs> you that's don't like, want someone uh, that just started a failed marriage <laughs> <laughs> and super enthusiastic about hanging out with kids. It's like, uh, dude, Barry. Like, calm down. Like, we want the dude that's like, oh, really? You want me to take a call? You, (laughs) (laughs) we don't need the volunteer. We want to force somebody that's not wanting to do this because then we'll know he doesn't want to rape any of these kids. (laughs) I can can feel go to sleep at night knowing my son is safe. Yep, yep. Because this person hates being in the woods. That guy I blackmailed to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I only wanted to be in a Boy Scouts for the camping. I wanted to shoot a gun so bad. Yeah, and, and, and shoot bow and, and arrows and stuff. And that never happened. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I that, don't know what commercial I saw or who, what lie they told me that I'd have a gun and a bow and arrow and a raft and like a, and a, like a boomerang and, a, and like a catapult that throws me into the water <laughs> on top of another raft that shoots another kid higher Ew. into the air. Why, why can't we build a trebuchet and I want to be in it? <laughs> no, I... 
the two things that my mom definitely was like, you're not doing this, was Boy Scouts and karate. Football. Oh, <laughs> karate? My Football parents too. love karate. Really? You were in karate? Oh, yeah. Oh, Aikido, but... Yeah, same thing. They didn't want me like hitting my sister, so they're like, no, you're doing self-defense. <laughs> so you don't get attacked. Right? <laughs> and then when my, my older cousin attacked me, I'm like, this shit doesn't work! And then... <laughs> He was like throwing me anyway because he was like six feet tall. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah anything that like involved violence or any type, even if it was self defense. Like my mom was like, "You might get hurt," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's the point." Like I want to toughen myself I up. I remember I got punched in the face by just like mm. an accident. Like you were just who just accidentally punched you in the it face? Was actually, like one of the teachers. What? Like he he was like striking, and I don't know. He was like thinking about like picking his kids up late or something like that, <laughs> and he <laughs> missed like so hard and just like hit me in the face. And then and then he was just like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" He like it's the only time I've ever seen them like stop being serious. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "I'm fine. Let's keep going. This is yeah. for my belt." Yeah. And then I'm just like, "I'm like, this isn't part of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to get hit in the face." <laughs> But yeah, they they my parents were really against football. Yeah, why? Because it's like they don't they don't trust the other kids. Ah, uh, they think that you're just gonna get nailed by. Oh yeah, somebody. because they don't know what's going on in the playground. Because yeah, it's like you say it's just two touch, and then some kid just like throws you into the ground for no reason. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it's the other team's like defenders is always bigger than you. Yeah, you get some blindside guy. Wait, why am I defending Michael Orr? This is bullshit. <laughs> wait, time out. Are Don't we, say hi. Wait, how are we the same age? <laughs> you, you got moved up like seven grades. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got held back like seven grades. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I'll just play football. That's all I do. I was made in a lab. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're 24 playing for peewee football. <laughs> We're going out for pizza right after. <laughs> and, yes, yes, Michael. And some drinks. Just have some drinks. <laughs> We're going to get some pussy, right? They have been put on there. Of course, on draft. <laughs> Why did he just get Southern? Fuck, I messed it up. Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> If you were to do like a special now, how Gosh. many minutes do you think you would have? Uh, I'd, I'd be hoping it would be something for TV. It would just be like a really, really good like 21 minutes. Okay, and then like nine a, minutes a, a of Comedy Central half hour. Yeah, the Comedy Central half hour special. Mm-hmm. I got I enough blend. good material for that right now. Or you could do like a solid five on The Tonight Show. I can definitely do a good solid five on The Tonight Show. A clean five, too. No. <laughs> it no, is I can, the Tonight Show. Yes. On the, <laughs> no, I can clean it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to clean it up. That's my biggest like fear of like of you know, do I have a lot of I don't it's not like I don't have like just filthy humor, mm-hmm. but it is like I feel that edge of like as soon as like a audience or as soon as like a promoter or anything would say like, Hey, you can't talk about A, B, and C now I'm suddenly like I only want to talk about A, B, B and C. <laughs> That's all my material that yeah. I'm remembering. <laughs> I had no baby slaughtering humor before, but you said no baby slaughtering, and now I'm talking about it. God, I had no Jew material. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... I was listening to uh, Ben Bailey's podcast about... and he oh, had Ben Bailey. And he had Jim Brewer on, and they were talking about worst gigs. And Jim Brewer was talking about how he headlined this uh, college, and the college 
uh, was telling him like, okay, you can't swear, you can't talk about religion, and you can't talk about any like, you know, gay or transgender stuff. And he's like, okay, cool. And they're like, yeah, and in the contract, like, if you do say any of this stuff, we're not going to pay you. And it was like 30 grand that he was getting paid. He's like, okay, cool. And he said that he had Dave Attell opening up for him. And of course, Dave Attell gets all the same, like, just like, hey, don't talk about all this crap, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he goes up on stage, he's like, okay, let me just get this out of the way. Cunt, fuck, shit, balls, like all this shit. And then he just totally like goes and talks all about this filthy crap for like his 20 minutes and absolutely kills. And then like tells Jim Brewer, like, yeah, have fun with that. And then then Jim Brewer just totally bombs because he sticks to his like, okay, I don't want to like talk about all this stuff. But it's like, I love David Tell though. Yeah, like, of course. Uh, uh, but that's the thing. Having like, to follow after that while having to stick to like a PG thirteen thing, that's gonna just be like. But a- David Tell was like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna change who I am for any money." Like he was probably getting what ten grand, twelve grand, or whatever to open for oh, wow, the. Yeah. But someone said like, "You can't do this," and he was like, "I'm gonna do this first. This now. is what I do." <laughs> yeah. Like, and I don't care. You know, this isn't gonna be my last gig. I'm gonna. I'm not changing who I am. For money. Exactly. And Jim Brewer was like, you know, at that moment, he was like, oh, I did change who I was for money. So he did stick to his guns. He did stick to like, okay, I'm going to do what the comedy booker said. But then he sucked a huge dick in front of 40,000 people. Mm -hmm. And then so now it's like, would you have rather eaten the money and been adored by 40,000 people or not? And then taking thirty grand, <laughs> and I'm not saying it depends I how badly not, you need the thirty grand. That's nowadays. what I'm saying. At this moment in my life, I'd be like, "Fuck, I won't say anything bad about." We'll anybody. worry about integrity later. Right now, I yeah. need the money. <laughs> but it is like I wish I was that no David about Tell, this except like, me and that guy and the other guy. <laughs> but when I hear that story, I'm thinking like, "Man, I wish I was David Tell." Yeah, I wish I could be that guy where I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, I'm not gonna stop being. Like, I think I want to be that guy. But ultimately, I'm like, nah, I'd probably give in too. I'd probably not say that and do what the booker wanted. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying one is bad or the other. It's just, which do you want to be? The one who gets more gigs. <laughs> so, <laughs> And it's not like after that, we're like, oh, yeah. And then he never worked again in his and life. And he was like, all done. Yeah, we Even know Dave, Dave Chappelle Chappelle like, couldn't have him. <laughs> but that's the thing. There, there are those guys in comedy, and I've noticed it, like, even in my in open mics, there are those like "fuck you." This is who I am. I'm never changing. And then there are those guys like "I'll be whoever you want me to be." Yeah, you know. And I'm not saying one's funnier than the other. It's just who's willing to play the game more. Exactly. It it is. It's the industry game. If you want to, and in be a on weird TV, way though, if you want to, blah blah blah. Like David Tell's not on TV. He does. He gets paid. He did Insomniac, and he did like which lasted two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. 10 episodes maybe so. and i'm sure which was amazing i loved right. every second of it but it, it that's how long it lasted you gotta and he probably said i don't want to do this or they said hey by the way you're gonna have to do this now and he's like fuck you i don't know and then he did dave's old porn on hbo that's yes right. which was a great show do they still have that on or no maybe no it's not in new episodes i mean oh, okay. you may probably find it like the old shows but okay how, how many seasons was that one do you know one or two uh, see <sighs> not even like it was and they're probably like short seasons too, or they're only like six episodes or something. Okay. But but that's the thing, like, for better or worse, he's not changing his integrity 
for money. For money. Absolutely. Which and maybe really he's awesome. lost some money. Clearly he's lost money, but clearly he's not in it for the money. Exactly. He's in it to tell his dick and fart jokes and be who he is. And I respect that where I'm like, I wish I had that because at this stage of my life, I would be like, I uh, want to be in it for the money. Or I, wa- I would be like, oh, you're going to pay me? I'll tell you whatever joke you want. Whatever. <laughs> is this one cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to stick to Barney and what's the deal with airplane food? Like, Seinfeld, you got it. <laughs> my Seinfeld album? <laughs> yeah. Brian Reagan does it really well. I know. Material. He, he's like one of the very, 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 very few. And I don't want to try to say, like, I'm this or that. Like, I find, like, I have jokes about both. You know, mm-hmm. I have dirty jokes, but I also have jokes that aren't dirty. Yeah. It's like whatever I find funny. If it happens to be dirty at that moment, then it's dirty. Exactly. But it, it's not I, like I'm, not I'm only thinking writing dirty, dirty jokes. Yeah. Like, I'm not just thinking, like, well, how can I do a, a whole hour about vagina? <laughs> like. <laughs> I want to beef curtain jokes. Can I? Can, <laughs> yeah. Can I? Can I say before this room turns on me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if there's like maybe a five minute bit about vagina, then so be it. If then, it involves a story and yeah, it has a good beginning, middle, and end. Why not? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Do you feel like you won't touch a subject, or is there I, I, like I, an off limits? I don't joke? have a lot of race jokes. I can I can admit that I don't have a lot of race jokes. I it's just not my it's just not my forte. Do you find it hard? Being a white guy, <laughs> talking about race on stage, um, yeah, and trying to have a funny perspective of like black people be like this. <laughs> I don't see that's just like that's just like bad comedy to me. To be honest, it does it, seem a little hacky. Like this race is like this, and white guys are like this. It's like if you if you want to talk about how big black dudes' dicks are, or how small Asian dudes are, or mm. how bad they're at driving, and it's just like, well, that's been done to death, and it's mm. just not as it's not funny. It's not just, that it's, it's not funny. Well, it's, it's just, just been like stereo- done. It's just been done. It's been done to death. And if you just want to, you see it at the open mics a lot. If this is the best you got, man. Well, I even find it in my own sets, especially when I look back at like, you know, old recordings. Yeah. I think when you're first starting, that's like the first grasp. You're like, okay, I got to say something provocative or something, you know, out that's, you know, kind of controversial. Like that's what's funny initially is like, oh, I'll talk about race or I'll talk about gender or whatever let me see the n-word for my closer that'll that'll (laughs) that'll that'll really just and you're like yeah this is your first time on stage you're like oh yeah they'll totally dig the n-word mm-hmm i'll end it with that and then you're like clearly like okay afterwards you're like oh yeah they didn't laugh at any of this shit because it's almost like certain subjects are not when you're first coming out you know stay away from the race on your first set like stay away from all these like not that they're not funny and that you can't talk about it later get better first yeah get better first yeah know how learn how to tell a joke exactly then put in the black part (laughs) (laughs) and i did it the same thing like i i I don't i remember talking about uh just my girlfriend and how like women are like this and men are like this and suddenly they're like You are, yeah, you are horrible. Like, it's like, oh, clearly. It's like in a bar, so they will talk back to you. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, you know, as soon as I say, like, isn't it weird that women are like this? And then suddenly, like, a woman goes like, no, they're not. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. I guess they're not. I just, you ever notice how women talk at you when you say something, when you accuse them of stuff that's not true? <laughs> you suck. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen a woman interrupt a dude? (laughs) No, I wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
Well, let's get into a quick segment. Yes. But uh, this is a returning segment. It worked so well in uh, Taylor Avery's episode, so I figured I'd bring it back. But this is Celebrity Interviews. Dun, dun, dun. What it is is uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a very uh, educated uh, person that likes to do a lot of prep before shows. I do a little prep, but I'm not very uh, into that. But what I do like to do is steal from other people. And not jokes, not like, you know, yeah, I like to, you know, let other people do the work for me and then I'll just take that and and then put it into my own show. And what I like to do is take celebrity interviews that have already been done with other celebrities and just take the questions and put them to my own guest. I looked up the answers before the show, too. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't have to answer in the way that you would think the guest would be answering. You can just answer however you want, <laughs> or you could get into character and just answer however uh, you would think that the person would answer. I don't care. Do whatever you feel is natural. Fantastic. <laughs> and this celebrity interview comes from a interviewed with Odorous Urungus, Woo! a.k.a. Dave Brocky, a.k.a. lead singer of the War. band War. Yes, uh, this this comes from uh, an interview he took in 2004 before he was un uh, I guess uh, tragically taken from us. Little little shout out, but this, if you're drinking beer right now, pour one out. Yes, yes, but this does come from that interview. So without further ado, let's get into it. Odorous Youngris, can I speak with you, please? One second. One second. One second. <laughs> you finally have a new album coming out, right? I don't know anything about this. I, I guess so. What's the name of it? Probably something that involves slaughtering innocent children and raping mothers. Right, right. Is it complete? It will be as soon as I wipe my ass with it. <laughs> How would you say it differs from your other records? I ate corn today. No. <laughs> <laughs> finally, yay! So are there any new stage things you've got planned? I have this new bit where I take out one of my old elementary school teachers and just decapitate them on stage and then fuck the skull. <laughs> that doesn't sound like war to me. <laughs> Do you ever miss Antarctica? Only the penguins marching. <laughs> and Morgan Freeman's sweet voice in my ear. Now those two penguins are gonna live in monogamy for the rest of their lives. Or so she thinks. <laughs> Until he has him sit on a, a boulder. Shit like a penis. <laughs> Which he thinks is gonna hatch another penguin. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> Next question. Does your enormous man tool ever get in the way while you're eating or playing golf? Only when playing golf because I use it while I'm eating. <laughs> like as a spoon? Yes. <laughs> the spork. Yeah, it's probably a spork. When is Slymenstra Hyman going to find the right man? As soon as she cleans herself up. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Starts getting all the random dicks out of her face. I don't know. She's a she's an adult. She can do what she wants as long as she shows up to practice on time. <laughs> she doesn't need to find anybody as long as she shows up on time. Exactly. But don't you miss a woman's touch? I'm the lead singer of War. <laughs> I have a swarm of women around me, dead and alive. In the terms of your stage show, how much blood is too much? Too much is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> pretty on touch with with what's actually being uh you know uh interviewed you're you're almost like on point I, that, that frightens me <laughs> <laughs> all 
Oh, will we ever get another glimpse of the sensitive inner life of Odorous like we did in Fishfuck? Fishfuck was a once-in-a-lifetime moment for me. I don't think I'll be able to tap into that character again, but you'll always have it on your iPod. Techno Destructo wanted me to ask you this. Why Fuck do- Techno. <laughs> what the hell does he have to say? Why does your music suck so fucking much? This is typical Techno. I'm gonna shove my fist so far in his eye hole that I'm gonna rip out his tongue and so many other things inside his body through his eye hole. <laughs> what then I'm gonna use him to paint my boat. That's natural. Natural. What planet do you think has the best looking chicks on it? Uranus is just too easy. Um... <laughs> right? Not Earth, that's for sure. It's the planet with all the, the green chips on it. Venus. Who would win in a fight between Beefcake the Mighty and Jiznak the Gusha? Both of them have very redeeming qualities about each other. And both of them have very, very strong records of destroying their enemies and making others fall to their knees in fear. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go with Jizfist. Yeah, that, that sounds right. <laughs> and last question, what is a nipple wheel? Uh, look up Eddie and you'll find out. Oh, he used him? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that sounds like Ed Gein. The, the nipple wheel is basically a wheel of different shapes of nipples and colors <laughs> and sizes and shades. Right. Yeah, clearly, naturally. Nipples are wheels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, that was another great celebrity interview with Nick Merritt, <laughs> a.k.a. Odorous Urungus. Thank you. the biggest bomb you felt like was it early on did you like bomb the first time you went up there was i got there's a time i got really really nervous on stage and it was the most i was like ever embarrassed like in front of like other comics yeah uh, that's I was, usually the case i forgot the host name mm. and after my set i just like well i just remembered his first name and then i just like welcome <laughs> to this and i was just like dot 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 <laughs> and i was just and then the host was like but on the other hand, have you ever had the host forget your name? No, Nick is very rememberable. <laughs> I've had a bunch of hosts like go, okay, coming to the stage, Darren Williamson. Really? You're like, uh, okay, you got a both, both, both of them wrong. Whoa. <laughs> like, usually it's like Daryl wrong. Did you call the wrong person? Did you call the right person? <laughs> is, are you meaning me? Or is there a Darren Williamson around here? <laughs> I don't see how you can mess up the names like that. Well, like, I would assume they're how much coke are you not doing in the parking the, lot? Yeah, right. Headspace or something. They're open mic, you know, hosts. <laughs> hey, big shout out to all the open mic hosts I know. <laughs> I'm not calling you guys one of these uh, degenerates. <laughs> Have you ever hosted a show? I mean, you're hosting yes. a show coming up. Yes. Let's talk about that. It's called uh, Smart Ass Collective is the name of my show. And it's going on the OC Steelhouse yes. over in Anaheim. Our next show is March Sunday, March 12th. And uh, we have, it's the first ever OC comedy and metal show. Oh, whoa. So maybe more to come based on uh, how successful this is. Exactly, exactly. So it's metal bands mixed with metal comedy. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. If they feel like getting brutal enough or starting a mosh pit. Yeah. I don't, I don't think a comedian has ever started a mosh pit before, but this show would be the opportunity that to do so. That would be the first, yeah, like comedy mosh pit. <laughs> Start a circle pit for this next dick joke. Hey. <laughs> do you find, uh, do you play, you know, an instrument yourself or are you just not. a lover of metal? I, I play air guitar very well. Mm -hmm. So well. What What are some of your favorite bands? Uh, my, 
some of my favorite metal bands that I that first got me into metal. I'd say uh, Slipknot, of course. And then yeah, first they got. I was like these dudes in the masks. And then yeah, they have two drummers. What the fuck? Three. Whoa, whoa, really? I know it's too many. <laughs> There's a and when you get deeper in the metal, you just start hating the stuff that you got into metal into. Hey, I've noticed. I used that. to hang out. Now I hang out with people that are like, you don't need nine dudes to write one song. Mm-hmm, and then I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then secretly, I have like all their albums on my iPod because <laughs> I love them and go to Knotfest every year. <laughs> Who do you think like has sold out like as a metal band? You know, they used to be cool, but now like, eh, they're not that cool. Eh, oh Jesus. Let's see. Or are they any? Lincoln Park really? Lincoln Park. They let me down so bad. That, that's one that ju- that's like just M. Night Shyamalan. It just still hurts. What was that band that they like? offshoot it was like executioners or something i haven't heard of that yeah it was like half of them like went and did like some rap album or something like that (laughs) and and it was kind of like you know like well Eminem, but not. I think they did a crossover with Jay Z, yeah, or something like yes, that. That's they, they did, did that. It was the Lincoln Park and the Black Album, or something like that. <laughs> like Another mashup. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. trying to think well corn i don't think they make good albums right, anymore right, i hope right i hope jonathan's not listening but fuck, <laughs> that'd be so sad of course i he, love corn he but totally just... listen <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't think corn they, they play the Were old they stuff even metal like new they're, they're like that 90s new metal stuff like mm. you can link them disturbed mm. and slipknot in like the whole same genre right 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 what about like avenge sevenfold It's like girly metal. <laughs> you have to. You, you, just, you just really like That's M. What chicks you just love. think M. Shadow looks really hot, and you listen to <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, the if, dudes that listen to Avenged Sevenfold don't know what good music is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what I remember on MTV. Exactly. That was like, you know, because that's what I, like, I'm, I'll admit, I'm not a huge metal fan. I love the, or I appreciate it. It's just never like something not what that. Not you listen to. Yeah, I didn't like grow into it. Like, mm-hmm. so like, yeah, if it wasn't like in the mainstream, it probably wasn't like on my radar. Everyone's like into Disturbed now because they got that, uh, the sound of silence now. And the sign flashed out in Silence.
Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is actually amazing. I really liked it a lot. I always love like you know bands that were more like theatrical than like Tool. Into the music, yeah. Tool. Tool is an experience. Rammstein. <laughs> I saw Rammstein actually. Really? It was it was on my bucket list because I saw the movie Triple X when I was like eleven. <laughs> I was like, who are these dudes with guitars and flamethrowers? I need yes. to know this now. Yes. I was the same way. Like I remember uh, my buddy in high school showed me a VHS tape of one of their videos or some live performance. Fire fry. Yeah, and I was just like, we gotta see this shit. Do host me. Yep. <laughs> and they played at the pond. And uh, it was definitely like uh, a 17-year-old me was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I don't know anything what they're saying, but it's awesome because, yeah, there's flame coming out of his guitar. <laughs> it was like, the, the scene from like Fury Road Mad, Mad Max but on stage <laughs> I remember when I was there um, the dude on the keyboard he like got on a raft and then like crowd surfed the audience literally on like a raft awesome. and had like an oar they then, seem to do that a lot now I've seen a lot of acts do that and then uh, another cool thing they brought out like a giant cock on stage and then it just spewed <laughs> don't see a lot of bands do that <laughs> and then the, the vocalist was writing it and then just like spewed uh, actual sperm no uh, <laughs> this German, sounds like a guar concert German now sperm into the audience <laughs> <laughs> that's metal Did you, uh, are you a big Guar fan? Uh, I, I, I have a few of their albums. They're a lot of fun live. I've only watched them, like, on video. I've never, like, actually listened to their music a lot. I wish like, I would have seen the original members, like, Dave and then their yeah. bases before they died. But, uh, they're, they're still living members, still of put course. on a great show. They, like, fight with each other on stage in big costumes and spray blood and curse each other out and yeah. rape each other and... I always saw like yeah like they they had this like big dick monster and it was like fucking this other like badge monster. monster yeah and it was like this is awesome <laughs> I need another beer <laughs> <laughs> and not only that but like those guys like actually hit up an artist hit up a costume maker and said okay listen what we're wanting we're wanting a big giant badge and we needed to have teeth it, yeah and be able to be fucked by a giant dick can you make that <laughs> Is this for a movie? No. No, it's a stage show <laughs> that we're going to be doing every, every night, night for 50 nights. <laughs> so the, the vagina can't get loose. No. And uh, it's going to be also shooting out uh, gallons of, you know, just blood and jizz. And, and yellow stuff. Yeah. And-, you, and, and then somebody was like, you got it. Got it. Yeah, I've done this before. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, uh, obviously, I know what dick shoot out. Duh. <laughs> You had me at monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you had me at vagina you had me teeth. At vagina monster. <laughs> I I just love that part about it where it's like these people thought of an idea so ludicrous and then said, "Let's make it happen." And then they made it happen. And then people were like, "I love it." I think it's because they're like, "I've never seen this. I don't know. I don't know." I think that was definitely one of the where they just like went all out and just like had every mm. member had an insane costume and you had no idea who they were and they had like fights on and just drenched the audience and everything. I think it's it also like vulgar as possible. The anonymity of like just like with Slipknot where it's like, you know, we're gonna be these people on stage, but I don't wanna be this person off stage. Yeah. So like you could have any of those guys walk down the rest like the grocery store and you wouldn't know. 
Exactly. But then you go on, like, you go to the concert and you're like, oh, there's the guy with the fucking uh, Pinocchio nose. There's the guy with the uh, stupid dreads. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this one show where they've been doing this, mu- uh, it was Sepultura. Uh, Max right. and uh, they they were doing the Return to Roots tour, hmm. and his dreads were so old and gnarly that it looked like a <laughs> fucking scorpion tail. Nice. And when he would headbang and look at it, he would like sting the audience. Awesome. I was like, that is the coolest headbang I've ever seen. <laughs> I've heard them called Sepultura. Sepultura. Se- I, I'm Sepultura, white and don't know how to pronounce Sepul- Brazilian yeah. <laughs> bands. You're like, what is? I know this? how to pronounce Slayer. That's about it. Right. 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 <laughs> And isn't there that one, like, the big four, where it's, like, Slayer... Megadeth, Anthrax, and then Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Would you be into that? Uh, I had an opportunity to go, and I missed it because I didn't have the money. Yeah, it does I, seem like a pre- pretty price tag. They were like, you gotta go to the lawn seats. Pay. Mm. I didn't want to pay $100 for lawn seats, mm. and then I, it turns out I should have just gone anyway. <laughs> but uh, my girlfriend is amazing and got me tickets for Metallica this year. Hell so. yeah. Yeah, they just put out a new album, right? Uh, yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Now Yeah, I've been hearing uh, James Hetfield on a few podcasts, like, doing the rounds of, you know, talking about his new album and whatnot. He's also a huge, like, beekeeper. Really? He, he, like, raises bees and stuff. So Maynard has a vineyard. Yep. And then James Hetfield has a... Has a a bee farm. Well, at least he's keeping them alive. Yeah, he makes, like, honey and he makes, like, you know, different... Whatever that you can do with bees. <laughs> Did you know honey is the only thing that like doesn't age? Yeah, you can there's keep no it, like, shelf life. There's yeah. no shelf life. Like it can, you can keep it for like three thousand years. Yeah, yeah, that's so nuts. And it comes out of bees. Like, what do they think it is? Like, so if you get anything out of this podcast, you now know that bourbon is fifty-one percent corn. Yep, rye is fifty-one percent rye, and honey can last <laughs> you three thousand years. So, at least I taught you something on this podcast. Yeah, why don't they infuse whiskey with honey? Mm. Oh. They have a honey jack. They do, and it's... The honey jack's not good, but the yeah. honey gym is. Really? I heard, The gym yeah. beam. Yeah. What's your, like, favorite, just, you know, bargain whiskey? Something there's, that you're gonna just... three that I really... Uh, there's one called McHenry. Mm. It's, like, $25. It should be a lot more. It's a 100-proof bottle, bottled in Bond, and wow. it is so good. 100-proof. Yeah. And uh, bottled in bond means it's like supervised by the government, so they don't fuck with the bottle at all. That's cool. Yeah, so it's like under like strict and government is it supervision. Imported or is no, it it's a... made here. Oh, okay. And then uh, there's another one called Hirsch, and it's a blended bourbon. It's another twenty five dollar bottle. And but, you uh, can find these just at uh, I go to High Times Wine Cellar in Costa Mesa. Mm. It's off Ogle Street in like seven. But what about the people that aren't living in Costa Mesa? Uh, there's Total Wines, and then I'd say Bevmo. Right. You can probably find most of the bourbons through there. That's cool. Or like. Look up, like, local liquor world or whatever, and then, like, just an expansive. The only bourbon I swear I've drank is, like, Southern Comfort. It's not really a bourbon. It's more of a spirit. Yeah. What is Southern Comfort? It's, I don't know. I know it's not aged too long, and then it it's only, like, like Dr. Pepper. Proof. Like, flat Dr. It's Pepper. It's terrible. <laughs> it is a little, like, I used to drink it when I was young. Exactly. And I think that's why, because I was, like, sweet. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I can drink this without without it hurting. Yeah, and <laughs> like it, like the Jack Daniels. I like this better. Than Jack. <laughs> oh man, I had a I had a night on Jack Daniels that like made me stay away from Jack for like a decade. I had the same for Sailor Jerry. Yeah, I just like. You like 92 proof spice rum? Sure. Mm. Next mm. morning. Fuck that. Yeah, let's have a handle. <laughs> let's let's drink half. Let's let Nick drink half of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yep. I was the same way with Jack, and I was just getting over a breakup, and I was at this, like, house party, and somebody's like, you like Jack? Here's a bottle. We're not leaving this seat until it's finished, and it's like, okay. I hate a guy with that much commitment. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, like, cut to, like, 45 minutes later, I'm like, There's three dead huggers. <laughs> the cops are just, like, pushing you against, yep, like, a wall. Yep. I'm giving the thumbs up to a paramedic. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. <laughs> and it's definitely like, oh, yeah, I think he hasn't swallowed his tongue yet. Cool. <laughs> I shoved my empty wallet in his mouth, and then he ate that. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. And then, of course, like, yeah, my ex is there going, like, uh, and this is why I broke up with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yep. Yeah, live and learn when you're, yeah, 28. Yeah. Or not 28. It was like, it was more like 22. 12. like christian metal like, no. can you get it like is that a contradiction like it is, is that absolutely like, you can't be hardcore if you love jesus you, you, exactly it's like you either love god or you love metal you can't you can't have both i'm sorry i believe that's where it birth was it was like okay whatever these pussies that love jesus are playing we got to play the exact opposite of what it is but then suddenly jesus freaks were like well we can be cool too and we then, can play metal fast yeah, too. Instead of saying the devil, how about you say God? And you're like, uh, sh- sure. And I then guess. I just punch all of them <laughs> in the face. <laughs> yeah, I remember being in Texas for a while, and I'm they, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I I was there for a job, and it was cool. But yeah, it was Texas. Mm-hmm. But they had like you know four Christian stations on the radio, mm-hmm. and like you know at Saturday night, like you know after 10 or something they had like one of the stations was they had like a metal you know block or whatever (laughs) and it was like at first i was like i just thought it was like a new alternative station that came in like oh what the hell where'd this come from someone hacked into the mainframe yeah (laughs) and then i started listening and yeah it was like and pour his sins and blah 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 like and make sure the lamb of god is in your heart and you're like there's only one lamb of god (laughs) And he's not in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, I'm, I want to say like, okay, they're trying. But even then, like you knew it was like, wait a minute. This isn't like real metal. Like they didn't have like the skills of a metal player. Like it was almost like. There are bands that ha- that play their instruments very, very well. I've heard it myself. But it's just like, the, 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 you can't, you can't, I can't enjoy it myself. Yeah. I just feel like, like, that's the one thing I appreciate with metal is that the musicianship is there. It's yes. always there. It's like, you listen to that, like, guitar lick, like, tell somebody else to try to play that, like, that doesn't know the, that just, you know, some punk guy. Maybe Keith can't play that. No, no. Like, and that drummer, like, with the double pedal, like, that's <laughs> yeah. dexterity. Like, that takes 
years. Yeah, of just oh man, that guy's got some like blasting your joints. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and just all of it just combined is like, how do these guys do this more than one night? <laughs> like they'll do it nonstop. If I like, were to go on tour, I need like a week off. I'd no be like, shit. All right, I'm hitting Los Angeles today on the sixth, and on the twelfth, I will be in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the older stuff, too? Like, you know, Megadeth, Metallica? I like Metallica. Not a big fan of Dave Mustaine. Mm. Mm. Just, just for personal reasons. Oh, he just, he like rubbed you wrong. He, he moved in next door and like, you know, cut your hedges down or something. He did. Or... He, did. he told me to keep my music down. <laughs> he called the cops keep on you. Keep your blasphemous music down. I'm trying to worship in peace. And then you were he... playing your, your Christian metal. Yeah. I actually got into a fight with someone about Dave Mustaine, actually. Really? About well, it was what? more me getting beat up than... <laughs> he, he was in a fight. I was being beaten. <laughs> <laughs> I said I hate Dave Mustaine, and he said, I'm going to punch you in, in the, the face. face. <laughs> well, he didn't more say it. It's more actually just start... <laughs> no, um, it was a co-worker of mine, and then I was, we were just talking about Metallica, and then he was like, yeah, Dave Mustaine used to be in Metallica, but they kicked him out. And I was mm, like, mm. why, was he such an asshole? And he was like, yeah, because he was a fucking asshole. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that, see, that's one of my reasons why I don't like him. I'm like, if, yep. if they keep yep. bars and they kick Dave out, what the fuck is mm, wrong with you? Mm, mm. So <laughs> I think that's key with any type of musical or any type of tour, I guess. Like, you know, even in comedy, you know, like, if you're going to go on tour with another comic, like, you obviously want to have him be cool exactly. like you want to gel with them like <laughs> i'm gonna be on coming is not a good friend of mine <laughs> <laughs> he's actually i've a only piece of known shit. him two days he's the biggest piece of shit i've ever met in my life <laughs> hey give it up for daryl william no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and he's opening for me like he will for uh the dawn of time <laughs> <laughs> but uh he and i was like yeah megadeth is cool but he doesn't do that song uh Anarchy in the UK anymore because it's like mm. he d- has a lyric. I am an antichrist, yes. and I think he's a pussy for not doing that song. And he, he went, a, he got a little pussy with his Christianity. And then as soon as I said that, he grabs me by like the shirt and just <laughs> throws me against the wall. He's like, "If you ever say anything negative about Christianity, you're making death again." I'll fuck you. I was like, "Whoa." That's so on. weird how people will take umbrage. Like you've basically told me to fuck off, <laughs> even though you've actually just said I dislike a band for some dumb reason. Exactly. And now I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> and now I'm gonna fight you. I was like, I'm seeing you tomorrow, dude. This is. I think that's what life is now. Like you know, it, with every little subject now, it's like it, it'll go to blows over anything. Like we will. Like, whatever you say on Facebook now can come to blows. Whatever you say in real life can just come to blows. Oh, yeah. There's... And it's like... When, shit comes back to haunt you sometimes. When couldn't we just... Why couldn't we just talk to one another? <laughs> like, you said... Like, I'm sure he had a band that he hates that you might <laughs> love. And you. it's not like you're like, well, now we must fight over this. Now we must fight over this. <laughs> you know, like, like, back in the day, like, yeah, can we evolve out of dueling? Like, <laughs> uh, what's that? Oh, what's that Game of Thrones scene where it's like, oh, where they where they're like over the pit, mm-hmm. and it's like a uh, uh, trial by combat, mm-hmm. trial mm-hmm. by combat. That's yes, what it's called. yes, yes. And then they pick someone to fight for you. You fight yourself. Oh, that's right. Because uh, Dinklage picked some giant to fight for him or whatever. Yeah, that really cool dude with a sword. Yeah, yeah, room. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't actually. I had watched that, but I kind of fell off Game of Thrones. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's the best thing on TV since Cheers. It's almost—it <laughs> was Cheers, and then there was like a twenty-year break, a twenty-year break, and then Game of Thrones. 
yeah, I don't think I, I don't know what it is. I think I just got into other things. I will admit like doing more comedy. I find myself watching less TV because I'm just out doing comedy uh-huh. <laughs> and working. Obviously it's like now that I used to, like I used to just veg out every night. Now it's like, no, I'm going out four nights a week. Yes. So I can't really Tried veg this out. thing I wrote. <laughs> I got to talk about this dick joke instead of watching dicks on this TV. <laughs> Instead of watching someone else's dick jokes. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a lot of dick jokes? I, I, I try to balance them out with vagina jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be equal. You want to be equal and vagina has and an anus, dick. So I definitely yeah. have a few butthole yes, jokes. Of course. You got to, yeah, be different. <laughs> Talk about the taint. Exactly. I Biology. <laughs> biology major. <laughs> biology. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's, like, plug some more stuff. So it's going to be myself hosting. I got all my homies on this show. Neil Lockwood, Marie Wachke, Jordan Conley, Tim Groeschel, Jake Luce, Ryan Demarest, nice. Hassan Amon, and uh, Keith Rez is headlining. Nice. And then we also have Goratorium, a local California awesome. death metal band closing out the show. And what kind of music uh, are you, like, what's, what tracks are your favorite? And you heard them before? Or? Um... I saw them perform live once and I just fell in love with them because yes. their music was so tight for a bar show. I was just like, these guys love what they do and they're good at it. So I just like, I knew I had to book them for the first. I've always wanted to combine uh, a comedy and metal mm. together because mm. I just think it's just like a fun experience that Hell no, yeah. one, no one's really done yet. Or just like any kind of like fast, loud music would be fun. It does seem like it is kind of like the same person. You know, like if you're a really big comedy fan, you're probably, you know, into similar stuff. Yeah, right, right. And you know, you're, you're, your mentality is not like, oh, I'm really uptight, or I'm like, uh, against like, you know, outside the box things. Like, yeah, you're not gonna be the type that gets offended a lot. <laughs> I hardly get offended anymore. Right? Like, I would assume like if you're into David Tell, you're probably into metal, I, yes. just because like both forms of entertainment are into being exactly what they are. <laughs> They, 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 they don't hold back. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah the yeah. show takes place at uh, 7 p.m. at the OC Steelhouse in Anaheim. Yeah, it's a good club. And, uh, man, I want to get Ryan Demarest on the uh, show. He's a fun dude. I like his podcast, uh, The Humpcast. The Humpcast? Yeah. I'm going to be on that one pretty soon, April Sweet. 4th. Sweet. Yeah, that'd be fun. We're uh, taking over the El Monte Metalhead tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That'd be fun. Oh, man. So many cool guys. I like Jake Luce, too. He's a good guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jake Lewis is awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for uh, tuning in and listening. And thanks again, Nick, for coming on. Thank- it was it was awesome being here of and course. smoking weed with you and, <laughs> and talking metal with you in your apartment, Daryl. Yeah, man. It's going to be great editing this and just playing it for everybody. I have a lot of uh, just high hopes. <laughs> high hopes. Yep. He's got high hopes. hopes. He's got dopes. Apple pie. Yep, in the sky. He's an apple pie. Yeah. All right, guys, but definitely tune in every Monday for new episodes and go to Nick Merritt's uh, social media if you want to hit him up wherever. Check out Boss Cat Kitchen and Libations in Newport Beach. Check yep. me out on Facebook at Nick Merritt Comedian. I am the. <laughs> Probably the only Nick Merritt comedian that I know of, so yeah, you'll be able I to find assume, me no yeah. problem. I haven't ran into any other Nick Merritt's. <laughs> There's another Nick Merritt, but he's black. So, well, this is the non-black Nick Merritt. Yes, 
And uh, definitely check them out. And also go to the OC Steelhouse on March, March 12th. 12th. 7 p.m. Yeah. All right, guys. Definitely tune in next week for a whole lot more. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have uh, Ramon Hernandez on. So, uh, yeah. And also, uh, past winner of the Newt Goldman Awards. Woo! Yeah, so uh, definitely check out all the past episodes and go to This Comics Life on social media or hit me up at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com if you want to write or do anything like that. And also, just tell a million friends and rate and review. Alright guys, thanks again and peace out. Peace out. <laughs>